in association with Nerds Through Comics Tiger Tales Ben 10 Alien Force and Doctor Who Protectors Through Time and Space Hello everybody and welcome to Tiger Tales a place where you will find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host me Ty Tiger now, quickly, before we dive into anything, I just want to quickly note that all my stories are fan fictions, so I don't mean to infringe upon the original continuity, and copyright was not intended. Let's dive into something very different to the channel. Usually, every single storyline of mine, yes, may contain original continuity characters, but I usually write my own OCs, my own original characters, to the mix. Mutants for Hire are all original characters. Every ranger in Power Rangers Free Foundation is my own. And all of the demons and monsters in Alexis the Vampire Slayer are original characters as well. So today I'm doing something very, very different. I'm taking two franchises and crossing them over with no OC intended. The storyline, though, is all my idea. So let's dive into today's storyline. Ben 10 Alien Force and Doctor Who Protectors Through Time and Space Part 1 Ben Tennyson, his cousin Gwen and his best friend Kevin Ethan Levin all walked through Los Soledad, an abandoned army base. The moon lit the sky and the gentle breeze eased the summer heat. You still feeling it, Gwen? Ben asked his cousin. Gwen held out her hand and a small pink orb made of energy flared in her palm. Her eyes also glowed pink. I'm telling you now, something incredibly strong is here and it's stable, not moving at all. Gwen replied. Oh, uh, guys, when did Bates get an old blue phone booth? Kevin asked. The two cousins looked out to where Kevin was pointing at and saw a old blue phone box that read police box. That's very British looking, Ben commented. Gwen ran over and held her palm out to the phone booth, her eyes lit up pink once again. Wow, I think this is it. The energy coming off this thing is amazingly strong and it's on the dimensional level of power. Gwen explained. So we have a phone booth that can hop dimensions. That's so stupid. Kevin said with a chuckle. That phone booth is the TARDIS. And I would be careful if I was you. She doesn't like it when we're stuck. A voice said behind them. They all turned around to see a man stood behind them. Um, the man wore a nice suit with a big grey trench coat. A red and yellow scarf draped around his neck. And a fedora hat gently placed on his head. Who are you? Kevin asked with clenched fists. They call me the Doctor. The man replied. Doctor who? Gwen asked him. Precisely. The doctor grinned. Okay, doctor, this police box phone booth thingy, you called it the TARDIS? Why is it here? Ben asked him. Well, I got transported here after I tried to follow a Cyberman. It came here on its own accord, and that always worries me. The doctor explained. The trio all looked at each other with rather confused faces. Judging by your blank expressions, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Of course, another Earth, just as plain as the last. Well, 
thank you for your bright conversation, but I must find this Cyberman and be on my merry way. The Doctor grinned. Wait, we can help! Gwen said. Ben held out his hand. This is my cousin Gwen, and that's Kevin. I am Ben. You may have heard of us. We are the plumbers. I've saved the world a few times, bearer of the army tricks, Ben said. Funny. Looks like surprising people can be related sometimes. Well, I have no idea who you are, but I welcome the help. The doctor grinned. He then shook Ben's hand. Then the green watch on his wrist started glowing and spinning. Weird. Why do you always do this when something cool happens? Ben snaps at the watch. Funny. A watch that doesn't tell the time. Rather peculiar. The doctor commented. Hey guys, I found fresh car tracks here. Kevin called out. Kevin was on the road now, crouched down, staring at the driveway. Yes, a lead. Well done, chaps. The doctor called out. Ben, is it me or does he remind you... Gwen started. Of paradox? Yeah, kinda. Ben said, finishing his cousin's sentence. Ben looked down at the armatrix, which was still glowing and spinning. The four of them followed the car tracks until they came to a warehouse which was being raided by silver knights, all carrying swords and blasters. The trio crouched down behind an old car watching the knights carrying boxes into a huge transport truck. Forever knights, Ben grunted. Do we know these fine fellas? The doctor asked. Yeah, some alien hating, medieval nut jobs that use alien tech to try and kill aliens. Kevin explained. Uh, makes sense. So, we don't like them. The doctor asked. Not particularly. Gwen replied. Then the doctor jumped up and walked up to the forever knights. Hey, what are you doing? Ben whispered. Hello, fellow gentlemen. I was hoping you could help me. I'm looking for a cyborg, so to speak. Well, more a man forcibly converted into a robot tyrant, I suppose, is the best way to explain. Anyway, I need to find him. It's of the most utter importance. The doctor said to, to the knights. The forever knights all stood there for a minute, rather confused. Then some of them started pulling out their blasters and shooting at the doctor. The doctor bolted behind a stack of boxes. Damn it, man. Kevin grunted. Come on, Ben ordered. Then the shield jumped up and ran at the forever knights. Kevin dived onto a forever knight, his sword flying across the floor. He then placed his hands on the armour of the knight and absorbed the metal alloy. Within seconds, his entire body was now made of metal. Gwen started throwing pink energy bolts at some of the knights. Ben revealed the army tricks and pressed the button. The centre extended up and the hologram appeared. Thank God, Ben quietly cheered. Then he turned the dial several times, the hologram changing each time he did. He then grinned slightly and slammed his hand on the armatrix. Then in a flash of green light, Ben was transformed into a big, bulking red alien with four huge muscle-packed arms. Four arms! The alien called out. Four arms then joined in the fight, grabbing two knights and smashing them together, then throwing both knights at well, other knights. The doctor rushed and picked up the sword, which was dropped by the knight Kevin tackled before. He then started swinging the sword and ended up in a duel with another knight. Gwen made a wall of energy, deflecting the energy blast from the knights. Then she pushed the wall. It flew forward, crashing into the uh, the knight's back. Kevin punched one knight, then blocked the sword with his arm. Then he grabbed the sword, pulled it out of the knight's hand. Then he threw an uppercut, hitting the knight, knocking him up in the air. The knight dropped to the ground with a thud. Thor arms picked up one knight with two arms, covering his face as several knights started blasting him. He then swung all four arms behind him, 
Then, with all his strength, he clapped his hands together, sending a massive shockwave, hitting the knight's back, flying. The doctor blocked the knight attack, then parried it, then he hit the knight in the head with the end of the handle of his sword, then he swiped the blade across the knight's legs, tripping him over. Then, he kicked the knight in the head. The last two knights stumbled into the truck and started the engine, then drove off. Four arms stood there, and for a second, then with a green flash, he transformed back into Ben. My name's Mark. I'm the Red Cornish Ranger. I originally come from Universe 20. I had a team, but they were murdered by an evil ranger. Now I travel the multiverse, trying to find her, trying to stop her. I've met some interesting teams and fought alongside legends, but now I'm on my own. I have to stop her, by any means necessary. The Red Cornish Ranger will return in 2023. Check out Cosplay Dude 637's Universe 19 on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Or check out High Tiger's Tiger Tales on YouTube. Back to action! That is a unique watch i must say the doctor said yeah it does more than that trust me ben grinned hello bad guy's getting away kevin snapped not getting away getting a head start to lead us to wherever they're uh, they're going it's the only lead we've got to help the doctor ben grinned of course you're gonna follow them okay me and kevin will take the doctor to kev's car and follow you Gwen told him. Ben nodded and pressed the armstrings once more. He twisted the dial, then slammed the armstrings down, and within a flash of green light, he transformed into a red manta ray-like alien with a long tail. Jet Ray! He called out. Then Jet Ray took flight and bolted after the moving truck. Jet Ray flew high in the sky and was moving incredibly fast. He could see the transport truck zooming down the highway. Jet Ray followed the truck as it drove into another warehouse away from the army base. Jet Ray landed on the ground and transformed back into Ben. Hey guys, follow my location. I think I found them, Ben said into his uh, army tricks, which now acted as a communicator. We got you. Don't worry. Be there in five. Kevin said as he was driving down the highway. Can I ask, do we need to be moving at such a high speed? The doctor asked, holding on to his hat, which was bouncing on his head. Yes, we have to hurry. Gwen said gently. I understand. The doctor replied. So, uh, Doc, what's with this Cyberman? And why do you own a blue phone booth? Kevin asked. Let me explain, the doctor said. Ben watched as the knights were carrying in boxes upon boxes, carrying them down into the warehouse. Suddenly, the car stopped behind him, and Gwen, Kevin, and the doctor all climbed out. Hey, Ben, anything happened worth mentioning? Kevin asked. 
just the same thing as before. They're just moving a lot of boxes, and some of it's technology, Ben explained. Let's go investigate. This time, go quietly. Gwen told them, giving the doctor a funny look. Then the four of them crept up to the warehouse. They all peeked their heads in and found nothing. The warehouse was completely empty. Nothing was in it, and it was bare. Some form of teleportation, the doctor asked. Nah, this is something a little more easy. Kevin said he placed his hand on the floor. Trap door? Ben questioned. Yeah, I think so. Kevin replied. Gwen walked over to a digital keypad on the wall. I think I found how to open it. Gwen told them. I'll just go amphibian and short circuit the mainframe. Ben said, and then he activated the armatrix. Hang on, my good fellow. No need for that. Keep your energy. I have something that will have this trap door open in moments. The doctor said and pulled out a small high-tech screwdriver. This is a sonic screwdriver, a very advanced piece of technology, and the key to little problems here. The doctor explained. He then walked up to the digital keypad and held the sonic screwdriver to it. It made a hide ringing noise, the tip lit up blue, and a couple of seconds went by and suddenly the keypad beeped and the trap door slid open, revealing the basement downstairs. The doctor then slid the sonic screwdriver back into his coat and grinned at the trio. Funny, a screwdriver that doesn't screw screws. Rather peculiar, Ben said to the doctor. Then the four of them walked down the set of stairs carefully and quietly and found the basement full of boxes and big pieces of alien technology across tables. Several knights were welding pieces of tech to a big chunky silver metal looking man. The group hid behind a few of the boxes. That's it, the rogue Cyberman, the doctor gasped. Looks like he's getting a few alien tech upgrades. No thanks to these tin heads. Kevin whispered. So the Forever Knights are helping the Cybermen, but what do they get in return? Gwen asked. We have our reasons, a voice said behind them. The four of them turned around to see Driscoll, a semi-bold with black hair man with a short beard. He was the only knight not wearing a helmet. Driscoll had a small blaster pointing at the four. Driscoll, why are you back? Ben asked. And why are you helping the tin man? Kevin asked. Again, we have our reasons. Now move, Driscoll snapped. The four of them got up and walked closer to the Cybermen. You aren't getting away with this, Gwen snapped. The Doctor took one step forward and looked at the Cyberman, as the table tilted, allowing the Cyberman and the Doctor to come face to face. Why are you here? Why are you getting cybernetic enhancements from an Earth the Cybermen don't even exist in? The Doctor asked the Cyberman. You answered your own question, Doctor. We found a universe that was fueled by alien life, and the human race blends well with it. Blends well with other alien life forms. And no Cybermen, no Time Lords, no pieces of technology as well. With help from these medieval-themed alien haters, I made a deal, the Cyberman told the Doctor. What type of deal? The Doctor asked. That's none of your concern, the Cyberman retaliated. Okay, can we break this up? And can we kick butt now? Kevin asked. Almost. I'm curious about this deal, Ben asked. Fine, I'll entertain you before you die. I was sent here to go under cybernetic enhancements with the alien technology found here. The two individuals from your universe were sent to our universe to help the mastermind behind these events. The breed a new army to life, the Cyberman told them. Then all of a sudden, the Cyberman broke out of the shackles that was holding it to the table and landed on the ground. The Doctor stared at the Cyberman rather confused. To him, the Cyberman don't speak normal human. 
it or English language, and their voices are usually rather robotic. But this type of man was talking like a, a normal human. The doctor stood there contemplating on whether this was an enhancement made by the Forever Knights or whether this Cyberman was just rather unique. Now? Gwen asked. Yeah, Ben said. Then Gwen lifted her hands up and the pink energy wave exploded from her hands, knocking over the Knights and Driscoll. This is going to be a difficult fight. The Cybermen are a formidable foe. The Doctor told the trio. Ben activated his armor tricks and started twisting the dial, searching for the perfect alien. Kevin touched the ground and his skin became just like the concrete. Gwen held her hands up and each hand had a small pink disc in each palm. The Doctor stood there in front of the alien tech enhanced Cybermen, ready to fight. And there you have it guys, part one. Now, I know this wasn't very long, but there will be more parts in the near future. This is actually the last story of 2022. So I just want to say thank you very much for every listener, every view and every subscriber in the last six months. It has been a blast to entertain everybody. Again, this story is rather unique and very strange as I'm not working with original characters. I'm working with main continuity, already made characters, and I'm fusing the storylines together, making a new story. I will be doing more crossovers though, so look out for the rest of this story and more crossovers in the future. Now let's talk about our voice actors. Kevin Levin was played by The Woods, who you would know as the voice actor for Kits and Ghost Rider in my Ghost Rider story. Gwen Tennyson was voiced by Jordan, who plays Jordan the Red Lantern in my Red Lantern story. And the Doctor was played by the Red Corner Stranger, Mark himself, who you can find on Nursery Comics, the podcast. He plays Sabretooth in my Mutants for Hire story, and Alfred in my War Games Gotham story. I actually voice a few characters for him, so go check out his podcast, Nursery Comics. Go check out Zeo the Hero a podcast where Billy and Jim, the Balkan Squad podcasting, talk about all stuff nerdy and have a blast. So make sure you go check them out. And of course, you've got to check out my Parabatai, Willie, the Cosplay Dude 637, with his two podcasts. Cosplay Dude 637's podcasts are Storytime with Cosplay Dude 637 and Power Rangers Universe 19, both holding several unique storylines, very similar to what you can find here. Make sure you subscribe to this channel if you're new, and you don't miss any storylines coming out within the new year. I am going to take a couple days break. I usually upload two times a week. But I shall be back on the 6th of January with a brand new storyline. Make sure you look out for part two of this. And I shall see you guys very, very soon. Happy New Year.